it's Monique and Katesha and we come from Queens so we are a bi-weekly millennial lifestyle podcast this is for all you new listeners for all you old listeners like no offense but we're gonna <laughs> we're going through this um so also while listening to the show let us know that you're listening by using the hashtag WCFQ on social media that's like Twitter Instagram all that stuff so you're able to weigh in on the conversation and we can respond back to you so, can I say something? Yeah, sure. Okay, so, you have, girl, always, you already know. You, have, you know the okay. deal. Like, don't okay. even, don't even. Okay. So, uh, I just want to give a shout out to a young man who works at Sprint. His name is Sean. He works at Sprint on Hillside Avenue. Close oh, to the damn. one. Uh, yeah, I'm calling what? it out. Because, you know why? Because I'm going to call out the manager in a minute, too. Oh, so, he works damn. at Sprint on Hillside Avenue, close to 179th Street train station. It's like diagonal from Burger King. And so, I'm shouting him out because he he's a good worker and he tries to please his customers. And he's clearly all about customer service. Meanwhile, his manager, I can't even remember her name because it's, like, um, it's like a Middle Eastern name. Like, I, I don't even want to try to mispronounce. Right. But this chick... It was just terrible. Like, I'm not even going to go through the whole story for you guys. But I'm just going to say that this trick is terrible. And if ever you need a phone and you're going to Sprint, just don't even go to that location. If you want to say hi to Deshaun, like, he's mad cool. Like, you can do that. But don't don't go. Because she's terrible. Like, her customer service is, is completely terrible. Long story short, I've been in and out of Sprint for the past two weeks. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> life. I'm stressed. Um, so that was my first can I say something. My second can I say something is that, um... I'm feeling a little fancy right now because my setup, like I just, um, actually I'm uploading it to our Insta story right now. I have a glass of water in my wine glass. I have my sparkling pink lemonade in my champagne flute. And I lit a candle that you actually bought for me, Monique, on my 26th birthday. It's yeah, called Happy. Finally. Yeah, I have so many candles that I, and I, I I'm happy to actually open this one up and it's perfect for the summer. It's called Happy. It's green. It's our favorite color. And I just, it just makes me feel very happy right now. So. Yeah, that's the one I wanted. And I was like, no, Aww. you should continue giving it away. <laughs> You're a good friend. Like sometimes. I appreciate you for that. Thank you. I think that was it for my, can I say something? I feel like I have something else on my spirit, but I'm going to keep it cute today. Okay, so can I say something? Yes. I might pause because I'm drinking my water or my sparkling cider. Okay. (laughs) 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 So the first thing, you know, I was thinking of this subject and I actually wanted to at cubicles and curls on this because she, yeah, she's talked before about like, no, I mean, that's kind of, like, what she is, is, like, the workplace, like, culture and, like, presenting yourself in, like, work attire or, you know, just, like, yeah, presenting yourself in the workplace. So this week, I saw a young lady come in with shorts. Like, this is not groundbreaking. This is not... We've talked about workplace attire, too, though. Yeah. Okay. And this is not breaking the internet type things. But I wanted to have this conversation with her because I'm like, oh, it'll be maybe interesting to hear her perspective. Like, I don't know. Whereas, like you said, you and I have talked about this before. I think with Candace, right? Oh, yeah, we did talk about it with Candace, yeah. too. Yeah, and the teacher bay, like the infamous teacher bay, like <laughs> that whole thing. So, right, so I work in a very, like, lenient work environment when it comes to, like, dress code or dress attire. And this 
this young lady, she wore shorts. And I've seen people wear shorts before. Mostly those people, like, are artists. They're not in production management, meaning that they're not a supervisor, an assistant to a director. They're not a production assistant. They're not anything like that. They're an artist or they're, like, a IT-type person. So they really can wear whatever they want because they hardly ever interact or cross paths with upper management and also like marketing or our parent company executives. So whatever. But this young lady who wore shorts, she's a, a supervisor of a mm. department. Mm. And she's she should be like one to two years younger than me, which was like shade number one. I was like, hmm, mm-hmm. but you got this position. And I'm like, I wonder what her credentials are. But I can't go into that on, on air. Um, but when I saw her wearing shorts when I was getting breakfast, I was like, I don't think that's appropriate. Like, because you're a supervisor, yeah, no. you, I feel like the only type of shorts you're probably good wearing are ones that hit you at the knees, mm-hmm. that are, like, capri-type yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Hers would, like, you know, with all due respect, regular, like, white girl shorts. Like, like pom-pom shorts. <laughs> like, if she was any thicker, like, she's, she's not, it would totally be inappropriate. Oh. They just came down a couple inches past the cheeks. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm looking at But why her. would she think that's okay? Like, I'm like, how did you wake up this morning and say, I'm going to wear this <laughs> Right. Like, no, it's but... different if you bring it to work and then you change at work because you're going out later. That's different. Right. Um, But you starting off your day at work, when you being the supervisor, you're interacting with other supervisors and, like, the head of the studio. You're interacting with the various directors from the films that we're producing. And you're wearing these type of shorts. And I feel like, okay, so I, am I supposed to be, like, all women empowerment and she should have the right to wear whatever Listen, she wants? It's like, okay. there's a time and the place. That's the bottom and, line. Yeah, and this is not the time or the place. Like, me, as a production assistant, you're not going to catch me in shorts because how's anyone, I guess, supposed to take me seriously to be a coordinator or a supervisor? Right. Right? And I think about that tied into my blackness as well. And just like, you know, come on. And it's not like she even, like, okay, so she wore these short shorts, but she had, like, a long, like, light cardigan or something over it. No. She wore, it was like she was just, like, about to go to the beach. She had her book bag, a t-shirt, and new short shorts on. I can't recall if she had sandals or sneakers or whatever. But I'm just like, no. No, no, no. So... I don't know. I kind of um, interrupted you from, I think you were about to say something. Um, I'm like, things like that really bother me, like significantly. Like, I think, I don't know if I've ever said this before, but I remember um, there was a teacher who worked at my old school who would wear leggings to work. And I would just mm-hmm. always be like, but why? Like, that's, that's so inappropriate. That's yeah. just not work attire. Me, I wear leggings to the gym. Like, that's it. And if I wear it to work, it's because I have a dress on and... They're thick enough for me to wear under my dress in the wintertime. You know? Like, right. certain things just, are, just aren't appropriate. One, actually, when I worked in the charter school, there was a teacher who came to work with shorts one day. But they were, like, what you said, like, came, like, right above the knee. And right. you could tell these were shorts that she probably purchased from, like, The Gap or, like, Banana Republic. They were, like, created for the workplace. Right. But the principal shaded her so much for wearing mm-hmm. those shorts to work. Like, he looked her up and down. He didn't say anything to her. He just looked her up and down, kept gar- giving her these crazy stares. And she was just like, like, what's up? Because she said hello to him. He didn't respond. And she was nah, just that's like... that's extra. No, it was... Cra- he was extra, though. And um, there came a point in the day where he was just like, go ask um, the school secretary. He called her name. He was like, go ask blah, blah, blah what the problem is. And so she went to her and she was just like, what's the issue? He told me to come ask you what's the issue. So this guy secretary looked at her and was just like... Oh, it's the shorts. He doesn't really like when people wear shorts to work. It's not appropriate. But why couldn't you just say that? 
you know like i get i get it like i even though they're work appropriate shorts i still would never do something like that but say that have a conversation because people don't know things unless you tell them sometimes well clearly in, in that instance the one that you're talking about yeah she know better I mean, like, did she know better or did she not know better? Is it like, is it like a, or maybe she didn't a get white, yeah, or is it like a white privilege thing? Like she's, I think that's it. Cause one of my coworkers is other to places. work in yoga pants and I'd be like, girl, like, hello? Right. And it's like, how come, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if, I highly doubt anyone said anything to her, but I feel like I've worn leggings to work like ass pants, right? Like I have. And I've worn a t-shirt to like at least my little my cooch is covered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I also wear, like, I have a really long flannel similar to, like, what you have. Mm-hmm. Or I have long cardigans that, like, still cover, like, my butt even though I'm wearing leggings as pants. Like, I try and, to And then that like, makes it a little bit more appropriate because your work environment is relaxed. You have to yeah. do things. If, you, if you're going to do something like that, like, you have, you have to find the compromise. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, I feel super comfy now, like, in my leggings. Mm-hmm. But I'm still, I still have that, like, self-conscious level mm-hmm. where I'm still making sure, like, I'm I'm not out here with like a camel toe or something that's just right, like visible, whatever. Yeah, but I'm just like, <laughs> I think it's just like almost like unfair. It's like can I if I'm not like an Ava DuVernay I feel like or Oprah, then I can't wear short shorts like that. Mm-mm. And even still, I feel like I wouldn't want that to take away from whatever it is I'm saying or doing. Those women wouldn't even. Well, I know they wouldn't. Right. I know that they wouldn't. But I'm just trying to think like okay, so if I'm like. I don't know, like Issa Rae either. She she wouldn't do that either. Mm-mm, I'm pretty sure Issa Rae would come in shorts. Right. I have to work in shorts. I can see her doing even like mid-thigh shorts or something. But again, like you're here to work. Right. And you don't want what you're wearing to really like distract. The short, shortness. Distract. Yeah, to take away from yeah. your craft. Right. And I mean, okay, so I'll, I'll divulge a little bit. So I've heard <laughs> some of those speculations on work that like, her qualifications <laughs> after she's been, started working were definitely being questioned. Mm. And I, I I, don't work closely with her, but from the distance that I am, I'm like, I could totally see that. Because I'm like, how does she just get this supervisor position? And she's just a little too chill and like, uh, like a, like a, a, a very, oh, I'm just chilling type of like, you know, almost like a Williamsburg or like Long Island vibe, like white girl type of thing. And I'm just like, the rest of us, you know, production assistants are here like busting our ass. And someone probably should have got promoted to that. But she comes out of nowhere and gets it. Mm. And then her t- work attire is questionable. Mm. It just it just is. And I mean, whatever. Um, The second thing I wanted to talk about, which I don't know if it's like a little mean or not. <laughs> You and you didn't okay. So <laughs> I'm like, hello. One evening, I was like walking home. You know, I was walking home. Wait, I'm I sorry. Saw... Just pause for a second. What did you expect me to say? Like, because you were just like you didn't, and I'm like, uh, I don't even know what's about to happen. No, <laughs> I, I just I, I'm gonna say it after this story. Okay. So I was walking, and I'm approaching my building. There's like you know a little walkway before you reach my building, and I see a neighbor I know, and I'm like, okay, cool, like. I really see her. I'm going to go up to her and just say, like, hey, you know, how are you doing? And check in with her. And as I start, she was, like, really ahead of me. So I'm, like, speeding up. And as, like, I get just about to approach her, <laughs> I heard, like, the loudest fart come from her. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I don't know what to do because now I'm so close to her because I was about to say hi. But I was also very thankful I wasn't directly behind her. Oh like, I was coming in from the side. And she, like, looked 
to the left and I was on the right of her and I just like sped right past her. I just kept walking. I was like, I'm going to act like, because now I don't want to say hi to her because that's awkward because <laughs> clearly she didn't check her surroundings before she let that out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was like, just thank God I wasn't behind her because I would have been so disgusted. Like, And that just actually taps into a thing that I think about on escalators. I think they're horrible for like your face placement. Like, <laughs> right? Okay, can we? Okay. No, as you're going up an escalator, your face is in the perfect oh like level for you to eat a fart. And I just, I hate it. I hate it so much. That's why most of the times you see me walking up an escalator because I'm not about to stand behind you. Oh, no, I walk for the exercise. <laughs> no, and if I have to stand behind a person, like I try to stand like a good distance behind so like my face is at their knees or something like that because it's like. <sighs> yeah so that was it that was oh. my <laughs> so anyways i started laughing in the beginning because i did put like fart in the script notes but i was like oh maybe kadesha didn't double back to it yet <laughs> and see it. so you erased it <laughs> no it's still there but <laughs> oh i don't see it <laughs> no it's it's here it's oh, whatever just... <laughs> but anyways <laughs> i was like okay so she hasn't seen it yet what? so i'm just gonna keep going with this oh my gosh oh i see it okay Okay. Yeah. I don't know I where. Know. I was looking somewhere else. That's fine. Um, oh, so tell the listeners about our topic this week. I actually had another set. Okay, can I say something? But I'm not going to go there. So, Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, I'll save it for next time. Um, so our topic, you know, I don't think we completely fleshed out what the title should be yet because I was like trying. Um, but it's basically a podcast review. So we're essentially reviewing podcasts that we listen to and um, plugging them, giving a little bit of insight on what they're about and why we listen to them. Sounds great. Yeah. <clears throat> so for I starters, have three, but, um, I don't know. What do you say? I actually think I have three, but I don't know if you'll approve. But anyway, we're just gonna go with the flow, okay? If if I will approve, yeah. I'll, yeah, you'll know why later. Okay. So the first one I had was a a recent podcast I came across, and it's called Therapy for Black Girls. Oh, the yeah, website. You can say that. Mm-hmm, I'm really enjoying it. It's called TherapyForBlackGirls.com. <laughs> So what's dope about this site itself is that she organizes them, well, at least the podcast posts by categories. So if you just wanted to hear certain things pertaining to themes, such as like anxiety, college life, grad school, relationships, like uh, even like suicide or like self-care, you can click one of those categories and you get all corresponding podcasts to that. So that was really dope about that. Nice. Um, she has in her like about me or about the show section of the website she says therapy for black girls is an online space dedicated to encouraging the mental wellness of black women and girls so often the stigma surrounding mental health issues and therapy prevent black women from taking the step of seeing a therapist I developed this space to present mental health topics in a way that feels more accessible than relevant and I just I just copied and pasted that and I was like, that's exactly <laughs> what I what I get from it. Like I listened to it and then when I came back and read this, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. You're doing a great job at doing what you said you didn't do. So I I came across this podcast just from like interacting with random people on Twitter. I hope I could go back and find the conversation. But I just remember seeing one lady say something about, you know, wanting to find mental health specialist or a mental health podcast or something like that and someone replied and I just told her oh well when you find out like let me know and someone replied to us it was probably this doctor I didn't even mention her name um her name is Dr. Joy and she's a licensed therapist in um in Georgia okay. so I think 
maybe Dr. Joy replied back to the tweet that like I was mentioned in, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, here's a listing of black therapists. Uh, it's a directory of nationwide. So it's a growing directory, and I was just like, oh my gosh, thanks. So when I clicked on the website of the directory, and I was like, oh, therapy for black girls. Oh, and it has a podcast. Okay, well, let me check this out. So it was just it just became like a resource and the episodes are pretty good because they vary sometimes between like 20 minutes to an hour and for the most part that's almost like an actual session with the therapist it kind of fits in that space and she pretty much treats her episodes like a therapy session where she has topics that she goes and she breaks down and she gives you this terminology and kind of goes behind an explanation for maybe why certain behaviors would come about or like whatever type of thing like that. And then she also gives you a little bit of homework (laughs) to do. And she has her own hashtag so you can join in, participate. Um, From what I've seen, she's pretty responsive on Twitter too, despite all that she's doing. Um, I would recommend this show not only to like black women and girls who could be interested in therapy and counseling, but also... Just like any age range, I wouldn't limit it to just black women, even though that's what it says. I think, well, women of color specifically can still gain something to gain something from this, even if they're not black. It can probably put you in a direction to maybe find someone. If you want to see someone of your own race, you can maybe find something from this still. Um, and I, I think that through listening to her episodes... You're bound to learn something that you didn't know before. And you may even be able to start, like, piecing things that could be happening in your life or maybe someone you know. And, like, oh, this is probably what's actually happening. And, like, you didn't know that there was a word for it or a term for it. But now you have it. And maybe with some more research, you can just begin to maybe understanding a thing or two about yourself or about just an experience that you're that you're having. Hmm. Yeah. So lastly about this, I would say the two episodes, well, this was just me like speaking from where I'm at in life. Um, The two episodes that I would say give you a pretty good gist of her show. One was, it's she calls her episode Sessions, by the way. (laughs) I love that. The whole, yeah, like to keep in with the whole therapy thing. So session 14 was called What Are Boundaries and Why Do You Need Them? So, you know. That's good. Just, right? Yeah. and she breaks down, like I said, all these terminologies and things like that and the importance and like goes into also how you feel when you don't stick to your boundaries or you really don't make your boundaries clear and you're dealing with that. Um, and then the next thing that she had was getting what you need in relationships. So, of course, first thing you think is romantic relationships, but right. it's not limited to that. I think whenever if, we I think whenever we open up a conversation about relationships, it, it always goes there. People always go always go there like mentally. But yeah, because like, why? I like to compose. Yeah, it's true, but I like to compose of so many other relationships. Yeah, you do have romantic relationships. You do have platonic relationships, work relationships, familial relationships. relationships. Yeah. So she, um, she just talks. Also, it coincides with the boundaries, with like setting your intentions, communicating your intentions, and that way you're you're able to have a more fulfilling relationship, whatever kind That's of relationship good. that you're having. That's good. So when listening to her show, I just feel like you need to have your notes app open or something to write on because you're bound to just like, oh, I need to jot this down. Like, I need to do this. Maybe I need to think about this or whatever. Or just further look up more stuff. So um, so that's that. That's Therapy for Black Girls by Dr. Joy. Nice. Thanks yeah. for sharing. That was that sounds good. And I'm that's actually fun. 
Because you told me about this yesterday, too. Um, I'm excited to listen to it. Like, I honestly just heard about it, like, two weeks <clears throat> ago. And I'm just, like, almost all in. Nice. It's just, and I like, you know, it's uh, Wise mm-hmm. from, was saying this. I was going to say from Indie Creative Network. Hey. Um, he was talking about how... Hey, Wise. <laughs> <laughs> how challenging it can be just to listen to solo host podcasts. Yeah. And it really takes certain personalities to carry Absolutely. the show. Absolutely. She has guests rarely. There'll be other like therapists that come on the show, mm-hmm. but she really holds it on her own. Nice, yeah, nice. I really appreciate that. She has like a hey girl type of attitude. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's nice to know because, like you said, it just really takes a lot. Uh, when I think about single person podcasts, I also think about like um, shows where a uh, place where I've gone to where there's only been one actor, and same yeah. thing. Like it takes a particular. Um, personality. It takes a particular energy that can actually carry that alone. Yeah. Yeah, so that's good. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Thanks for sharing, and um, I'm actually need you to send me the link because I'm going to forget the name. I'm looking for it, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so my first podcast is, um, so we wanted to do, like, independent type podcasts. This is an independent podcast, and they're just very popular, and I talk about them all the time, so I don't care. I'm going here. Um, Black Girl Pod. I knew it. I was like, is it going to be the honorable mention or is it going to be? Oh, no, nah, like, that can't be. I mean, it can be an honorable honorable mention because they are very popular. But at the same time, um, you know, like, I just need to use them as mine. That's <laughs> exactly. It. No, you do. Yeah. You do talk about them all the time. You also have started tweeting them more often. I, like, when I listen, I have to, like, tweet because I told y'all before, like, this is not a game. Black Girl Pod and, and us, we're going to collaborate some way. Either we're going to be on their show, they're going to be on our show, both. I don't care, but it's happening. Like, hello? Oh, I don't even deny it. It's like, happening. Because we've been in yeah. spaces with them. I'm mad that I completely forgot they were at Curl Fest because I didn't get to rub did you? with them. I did. And I think it's because, like we said before, like we reached a point where we were just kind of sitting and just chilling because it was crazy crowded. I didn't even know. Like, it wasn't until I saw their pictures. I was like, like oh, oh my gosh. When I, saw their know, I was like, that's where they were because when I walked around... I was trying to find them because no, then I was I gonna come back and tell you no, but I was like, I can't even find them. Yeah, and then was, and then when I saw the pictures, I was like, I definitely could have found them. I mean, had our internet be working and yeah. we knew that yeah. that's where they were, of course we would just went over there. My, my phone was dying too, so there was that. But oh, anyway, there was that. Black Girl Pod. I think they're such an amazing podcast. Well, even before I go into that, I remember um, when they first came out. When I first learned of them. I saw like pictures of them on Instagram, and honestly, like I rolled my eyes. I was just like, "Here we go, oh my gosh. another." An- <laughs> I'm gonna be very honest. Like, here we go, another podcast, a bunch of black women talking, and I and I rolled my eyes even harder because of their stature. Like, they all they all met at Hot 97, so they all are pretty popular women. People know them; they have a following, so automatically people are going to tune in, even if they're delivering trash. Um, when I listened to the first episode, I was like, "Oh." <laughs> like this is good yeah and that same day i listened to the second episode and i was like oh this is really good and so after listening to like the first three episodes i think i listened to all three like first three episodes like in one day mm-hmm. i was like oh nah i need something else like keep it coming so um i definitely keep my ears like glued waiting for them to drop now nah, you be adding them. You're like, okay, it's been it's been like two <laughs> weeks. Where's this episode? Hello. I, and I don't even honestly, I don't even know when they drop an episode. I don't know what their schedule is. I still haven't learned it, but I just know that I'd be waiting for their sh- their show to come on. I think it's pretty similar to ours. Yeah, they remember when we met Rebecca? Yeah. She said it was biweekly, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're like a Wednesday Thursday release too, though. I don't know because I when I was working, well, when it was the school year, I listened on Mondays. 
on my ride oh, home. So okay. I, yeah, I have I have a schedule in which I listen to a particular podcast. So you know, I'm about to do something like that too. Though. Yeah, like Wednesdays is Friend Zone and The Cure, and yeah, whatever. But yeah, Mondays yeah. is Black Girl Pod. That's and, fun. Yeah. So um, their podcast. I think the reason why I like it so much is primarily because they remind me of us. Mm-hmm. They're just a bunch of friends sitting just around. More. <laughs> there's more of there's us. There's more of them, right. And they're just a bunch of friends sitting around having conversations. And you can tell that they're genuine friends. Like I said before, they met through working at High 97. And that's where their friendship pretty much started. But, mm-hmm. like, you can you can just tell the vibes are just natural. They enjoy each other's company. It, it appears that they don't get as much time together, all of them, as I guess they would like. Because they all have very busy schedules. Right. But um, the conversation is always great. Like, I'm always here for it. Like you said, I live tweet them a lot. Because I'm getting in on the conversation. Like, y'all are my friends. Hello? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just, I just love them so much. And Safira went to junior high school with us. I will stand on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we met um, Rebecca. She was very sweet. Like, she was a nice person. Felt like a friend. Anyway, so we were supposed to talk about an episode that stood out for us, right? Yeah. So... It's hard for me because, like, I like all their episodes. There was probably one that I was just like, mm, wasn't really that into it. But for the most part, like, I really do enjoy listening to them. The, there's one episode that I remember very, very clearly. A lot of them I remember clearly, but they talk, like, about a few different things at a time. So I couldn't remember the, the titles. But one episode is called Reintroduction. And it's so funny how they come up with their titles because I'll be listening to the show and then the title comes up and I'm like, okay, guys. <laughs> like, all right. So the title of this episode was Reintroduction. And in that episode, they talked about um, our dating generation. They talked about sending news. They talked about meeting parents. And it was it was a very interesting conversation. I'm looking up this episode, like, right now to add it to, like, my play next. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a really interesting conversation because it was relatable. And that okay. that's the thing with them. Like, everything is relatable. When you think about, like, dating and the, the the point in dating where your oh, significant other has to meet the parents and like how you even go about that if you even go about that because I, I for a long time I didn't go about that like it was just like nah you're not meeting my mom oh, <laughs> sorry um, and then like I said there's a whole sending nudes thing like I've heard stories and you know there's, there's accounts of that so good show I, I my recommendation would be to just listen to everything because yeah so I'm going to chime in. Um, because of you, I had to check them out. Right, because uh, I didn't stop. <laughs> yeah, two, I think when they first came out, there were a couple people just like, you know, boosting, blasting them. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of felt like you in the same sense that I'm like, Here we it, go. it just feels like podcasts is being so saturated. saturated especially, yeah. you know, like black, black podcasts, it's like everybody's doing it. So I'm like, okay. But you would not stop talking about it. So I'm like, fine, I'm going to listen to the first episode. And I listened to the first episode. And then I like I checked out. And then you, like, I keep seeing you tweeting about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was their their last two episodes about love and advice. I was like, ah, well, you know what? I need this. I need to listen to this. <laughs> and I just, like, really enjoyed it. And I was like, now I feel bad because there's, like, 15 episodes or something. Right. Know, 13. Yeah, something like that. I need to catch up because they're also referencing conversations they already had and right. they weren't going back to it. I'm like, no, but I need it. Like I need I need to know what you're talking about. Oh my so um I'm definitely putting them into my rotation all thanks to you. Yeah girl, you got to. I just gotta I almost feel like I gotta plan it out like you too. Like some other the more like light beat 
podcast like okay we'll listen to that maybe that's better to listen on mondays is more upbeat podcasts because mondays are like icky by yeah, nature yeah they are and that would have that would really help to get me through driving I don't know, on because... the freaking bandwick expressway for almost an hour okay <laughs> sorry yeah. sorry but sometimes it sounds like sometimes they be getting like really deep and i just they don't need do. that on a monday but i appreciate that maybe on a wednesday I appreciate it. On Wednesday, I listen to Friends on Pod. That's upbeat because they be rapping and acting a fool. I know. So um, okay, so my next podcast is, um, let me go to the right app. It's Secret to Success with CJ and Eric Thomas. So oh! Yeah. We spoke about E.T., a.k.a. Eric Thomas. That's his government name. Um, like, I guess two seasons ago. A lot know. during that season. No, it was during our first season. First season. Yeah, we talked about him a lot. He's a, in short, he's a motivational speaker. Right. He's the hip hop preacher. Right. But he's an author. Like, I guess you can say he's a YouTuber. Now he's a podcaster. He's just like a real. Everything. He's everything. He, uh, he is everything. So oh. I picked. <laughs> okay, you always come in with that one ad <laughs> It usually takes me out, but I'm keeping my composure and I'm not editing that. Like, you know. <laughs> They can. I that should be like the text tone. Like when you text me, <laughs> I just hear that sound. Me singing, and when I have my like volume on, people are like, "What was that?" Right. <laughs> just for when I call. That's just kidding. Like, is your phone okay? Like, <laughs> why did it make that sound? Um. So, so anyways, funny. no, I picked this podcast because if I'm not listening to like hood music or ratchet music, if you will, I listen to this podcast when I work out. Um, I just think it's it's very good because it's almost like a storytelling, and then he does include some like listener questions, but he just talks about different success stories, and I just feel like what kind of better way of being motivated sometimes of having like a, a semi focus than mm-hmm. listening to music, than to listening to just stuff to just make you feel like yeah I'm gonna finish these sets I'm gonna f- run this mile I'm not gonna walk it out like I don't know. Just kind of uh, things like that. And I think if you don't know who I'm talking about, you should definitely just look him up. You should just check out the podcast. It, you can listen from anywhere because it's not like something you need to listen to consecutively. Each podcast has a different story. He talks about different athletes. He talks about different um, opportunities he had to speak for businesses <clears throat> or foot. I say football teams, but sports teams. He's spoken to more than football teams now. Um, he shared how he's always wanted to, like, give Serena Williams a prep talk. Like, that is his <laughs> I favorite. never heard that. <laughs> yeah, that's his favorite, like, athlete of all time. Like, really? He has, he has, like, much respect for Mike Tyson. He talks about Michael Jordan a lot in his videos and in his talks and speeches. But the way he talks about Serena... Like, you would have thought that was his kid or something. Like, he really has so much, like, faith, love, and admiration wow. for her wow. that, like, that that's, like, for him, I think that would be his thing where he was like, I would retire after I give her a pep talk before one of these championships she goes out on. And um, he talks about her work ethic, and I, I kind of think, like, for working out, that's just such a really good mindset to put yourself into. Mm-hmm. And it expands beyond working out. You kind of start thinking about your life in ways that you can be more um in ways that you could really maximize your time and your effort that you put into things that are more value to you because when it comes to work i'm not gonna say most of us but enough of us really do commit to the job we're being paid to do right but it's kind of hard yeah, to have that same because hello 
I'm saying most of us. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be intentional with my words. That's my goal you. for 28. I hear, I hear you. So um, I, it's just like, okay, well, how do you kind of bring that energy into your own endeavors after you've maximized your energy at your job that you're paid to do? Mm, that's, and, that's good. And it's good to just have those, like, words of reinforcement and just, like, you know, it's almost like re- relighting your fire, you know. So, and we need that. Well, definitely, definitely. And he definitely, I mean, Sorry. But not sorry, but um, he definitely has the capacity to do that. And um, I've only listened to, I think, like one of his podcast episodes because I honestly, I really couldn't get into it. It took a while. Okay. So, but I, he always has a special place in my heart because of his, um, what was it, his mixtapes? Yeah. His mixtapes that he used to drop. And honestly, a lot of his mixtapes got me through grad school. Mm -hmm. I remember specifically one Saturday, I was at home all day and I knew I had a paper to do. I knew I didn't want to do it because grad school has that effect where it can just make you feel like I'm tired. Like I'm done. I can't do this anymore. But I got my butt up. I went to Starbucks. I was like, I'm going to pop ET into my, um, to my laptop. And he was talking about excelling in school. And I remember him saying like, you know, you, when you think about doing work, you got to think, Ooh, I'm gonna be able to put my mom up. I'm going to be able to put grandma up. If I get, if I ace this math, math test, I'm going to be able to do all these things for my family. And he was saying, you got to get up when a teacher calls you for this math problem and you got to write on the board, a squared, boom, plus B squared, boom, (laughs) equals C squared, boom. And then you drop the marker and then you just keep moving. I remember that one. I will never, ever forget that for as long as I live. Like, it just gave me so much life. And when I tell you, listening to that particular episode, like, it, like you said, it it ignited, it ignited a fire within me to -hmm. just, like, push through this paper that I really did not want to do. Let me tell you something. When I finished typing that paper, I was like, boom, felt like the kid that he talked about in front of the class because I murdered that paper. And I think I got an A on it. I got an A on most of my papers in grad school, but... I think I definitely got an A on that paper because I was like invested and I really have him to thank for that because he just he has the power to do that. So I'll say what was dope about E.T. is that he he really built up his YouTube and then he expanded from YouTube and doing mixtapes like and it was like, well, what motivational speaker has mixtapes and his mixtapes, you know, were snippets of his speeches and some stuff that weren't necessarily documented on YouTube, but you can get through the mixtape. Now, when he expanded onto podcasts, I think he started almost two years ago. And the first episodes are difficult. You can tell that they were finding their footing as a show. And this is a different medium and platform for them. So it was hard to get into. I actually just went and started from the beginning to re-listen to it. And um, I don't know. I'm fine. I pushed through the first couple ones. And I'm really not that far. (laughs) I'm still listening to episodes from like 2015. But um, you, like I said, you don't need to start from the beginning. An episode that I thought was pretty pretty good as a give you an idea of his show it was episode nine and it's called i got tired so in this episode et talks about like basically reaching your quitting point and pushing past it and he's been honest yeah i'm I'm here for everything that you're saying today uh, he's been honest and transparent about his uh in the last leg of like basically getting his PhD Mm. when he got his master's he really everybody knew that he was getting his PhD and he he kind of was like semi burnt out and like was really postponing it and putting other things in front of getting his PhD and he never admitted to really liking school he just knew that he had to get farther than like his father did Mm. and that way his son would have no excuse to do 
I guess, the bare minimum, which is to get a high school diploma. Um, so, and anyways, the whole point of what I'm saying is that he talks and he shares a bit about that journey for his PhD and other moments where you just feel like you're tired, but you have to keep pushing. Because for him, it's like not only about him, it's about his family, it's he about always the city. Says that, yeah. Right. All these people are, he treats it like all these people are depending on him mm. and for him to succeed and for him to follow through with his words, you know, and they're watching him. So it's just, we, we're as young as we are. I don't care what anybody says. I'm still young. Hello. Um, and is we get tired too. So I thought that this would be a good episode to share and just for those moments. That's, that's my second podcast there. That was good. That was really good. Um, I think e. you're going to listen back to this and you're going to be taking notes. And I'm actually going to listen to these podcasts that you're talking about. And, <laughs> and, I, and I tell you, I really had a hard time getting into his. And I, I think the first time I listened to the podcast, I was working out and I was like, oh no, I can't concentrate. I turned this off. But I still love him. He still has a special place. It may depend on what workout you're doing. Like, I, I am able to listen to more of his stuff mm-hmm. if I'm using the machines, like the weight machines. Okay. Or if I'm on the treadmill okay. or something I, I like mean, that. I was actually, like, lifting weights. Then I don't know. I'm fine to to get through a lifting weights. Not if I'm doing like a hit training and I'm like jumping oh, and, all over the place. Yeah. yeah, I can't listen to him. That's when I need music. I don't need to focus. But if I'm like lifting weights, like you're saying, or doing one of these like machines or something like that, I could I could listen to it. Okay. Or, or running. Um. So my next podcast is actually someone. I guess we could consider them a part of our pod fam. I know we we weren't venturing into our pod fam, but sorry. Um. I would consider this person a part of our pod fam because we're actually on his show. So this is the Feel Free to Disagree podcast. And um, initially, when I listened to like one of his some of his like earlier episodes, I was like, mm, okay, because I'm going to be very honest. Like when it comes to listening to podcasts, I'm very judgmental. I really don't care. I can't say I don't care to listen to other people's podcasts, but because like Monique and I are saying that the podcast market is so oversaturated, I want to ensure that I'm listening to something that's fresh. That's new. That's actually sincere and genuine. And it's not like, let me just drop this because podcasting is a thing to do now. Right. So um, uh, Ricardo Rico is actually one of those podcasters who runs his show alone. However, it's his show is based off of guests. And I remember listening to like, I think the first episode I listened to was his his episode with Sam of the Inner Whole Uprising. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember feeling like the conversation just wasn't flowing enough for me. Like, I was just like, okay, he's asking her a bunch of questions and then she's answering them, but it wasn't, it wasn't conversation, conversational enough for me. And then we ended up going on his show and I, I kind of going in, I had the kind of preconceived idea that we, the conversation wouldn't flow either. But as soon as we got there, like we brought our energy, he had his energy and I think we just flowed really well. Like the conversation went really well and it went way better than I expected it to. So that made me double back and listen to a few more of his episodes, like from before, as well as some after us. And I can honestly say in listening to a few of his episodes from the beginning, in contrast with listening to episodes now, like he consistently grows. And That's you can great. tell yeah, you can tell that he's he's just doing things to help himself grow. And um you can also tell that he truly values the, the people who he works with. Everybody who he has on his show, like he values them. He had that one thank you episode where he thanked everyone and it wasn't just like a overall thanks guys appreciate it like he really tapped into each particular uh group of people that he worked with and discussed what it is that he liked about working with them you know and um yeah so i rico shout out to you because you have a really good show Mm -hmm. going and i uh, appreciate your growth 
but an episode that stood out to me was a fat shaming episode with the podcast girl. Uh, how I knew it. Yo, I, knew I you were love that, one that was that was such a good episode. It really, really was. Um, I like the episode because she's crazy. Like I love her energy. First of all, like she is, she's just real all the time, and I like their interaction. I feel like they bounce off off of each other so much. And for me, I saw more of his personality when she was on the show. So I think I really I appreciate that. The conversation, the conversation there was real, and it was just fun. It was very enjoyable to listen to. N- neither one of them held back anything, so it was great. Um, another episode I enjoyed listening to. I'm trying to pull up the the title, but it was with um, the woman from WCW. Oh yeah, I listened to that. Right, I listened mm-hmm. to that when I was traveling to Texas, and that episode had me in my feelings a little bit because they were. T- oh, the title was F Boys, <laughs> and no lie, it turned out that the, <laughs> the women on the show, like some of the things that they were saying, were a little incriminating, and I was like. Mm, who is the show I'm supposed also, to be about? <laughs> I'm adding those episodes now, too. Yeah, I was like, who, actually, who is it supposed to be about? Because y'all are incriminating yourselves right now. It was a, it was a very enjoyable episode. And the young woman, um, what's her name? I know her Instagram name because she does it often. Her name was part of my light a- skin. She was on a show before that. The AK. Yes, AK. Not the AK. Her name is AK. Right, AK. Um, she was on an episode before that. And I enjoyed that, too. So, yeah, this is a good show. And I think you should listen because... Rico was growing because he has really interesting guests and he tailors his episodes around the guests. He sure past, does. Yeah. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate it because I'm going to say this. People invite us on their show mm. and they automatically box us in as these natural hair girls. But it's only because they may, they may have listened to like maybe one episode or two and it's just like, oh yeah. And then there's two pictures of us and it's like, oh yeah, they're the natural hair girls. And he, he kind of boxed us into that, but the conversation took on a different it took on a whole different mindset, and I appreciate him. And he actually listens to our show, so he knows what we're about. You know, he didn't give us a generic intro like, yeah, um, they're natural hair girls, and uh, they come from Queens. Like, come on, can you <laughs> he's a little bit better? Uh, yeah, like, there's a little bit more to us than that. Yeah, so, yep, that's a good one. Feel free to disagree. Make sure you check it out. Okay. So, um, the last one that I have... First off, has nothing to do with black people specifically. It's not hosted by a black person. It's not and about blackness. Okay. It's not about race or anything. Actually, it's good to take kind of a break. We love our podcast. We do listen to predominantly a lot of black podcasts or podcasts hosted by black people. I think majority of them I do because that's just what the the niche that we have found ourselves in. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. This podcast, I've talked about this enough to various people. It's called Read to Lead Podcast. Oh, yeah. I just enjoy it. And uh, just obviously it's about books. So the website is readtoleadpodcast.com. And it's hosted by this man called Jeff Brown. Um, By reading some stuff on the website, it seems like he was in radio and then switched to podcasting. I'm going to read the blurb from his about page. So bear with me. With each successful and inspiring business book author, we dive into their latest book and their unique insights on leadership, personal development, productivity, business, career, marketing, and entrepreneurship. If you love reading, then you love this podcast. If you desire to stretch and grow by reading more but haven't been able to make it happen, you'll find encouragement here. Mm. And in the meantime, learn more than you ever thought possible. I have seen from personal experience the important role of 
Intentional and consistent reading can play in honing leadership skills and advancing personal growth. I'm a firm believer in the mantra, leaders read and readers lead. That's the blurb from his site. So I feel like I honestly don't know how I came across this podcast. It's been about a year that I listen in and out to it. Um, Because, I mean, to be quite honest, people are not always that captivating. His guests and what they're saying, he's Mm. fine. So sometimes a book, the title at least, may sound interesting, but I can't commit to listening to, to the episode. Um, also with that, I should be honest and say that I have yet to read anything that I've listened to, but I've just been adding things to my book list and I'm just trying not, like, I'm trying to hold myself accountable to the order I've, I've made my book list and not jump around because, oh, this is a new book. Let me just get it and read it. Yeah. And then I have all these books that I have for the same reason, because I get them and I read it and I'm not just following through with at least the order that I have. Mm-hmm. So that's it. But um, I listen to, like, a lot of pop culture and fun podcasts and a few, like, business entrepreneurial ones. But this is one that was just, like, a real uh, breath of fresh air. Mm. So I'd recommend this to people who like to read, first off. Hi! (laughs) First things, like, because if you don't like to read... I mean, this is, like, a good synopsis of a book if you don't want to read it, but you're still not... Because of the subjects that he touches on, you're still not getting enough of it. But if you're hesitant to buy something, then this is a good podcast to listen to at first. Speaking um, of uh, liking to read and podcasts, AJ has charged us with having another book talk episode, by the way. Oh, I didn't even... I missed that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it was on SoundCloud or something. It, it wasn't uh, recent. It was a while ago. And I was okay. like, yeah, maybe the summertime, but I'm not, I haven't even read enough to... <laughs> nah, I haven't. I'm still tracking through that book. So maybe it'll be a, a new year thing, actually. Or, yeah, new year, end of the year. Don't worry, AJ, we got you. I can't promise end of the year. Okay, this new book year. Is, is really taking, taking a toll out of me. But, um, so anyway, so, yeah, so people who like to read... Um, anyone interested in further developing themselves like professionally and not only in your workplace, but if you have like side gigs or mm-hmm. you're trying to be an entrepreneur, like there's this man really shares a lot of resources and the fact that he gets the authors to come on the show. That's and lovely. it's not just like a a very generic interview. Like they're actually they end up talking about their life experiences, they go into the book, why they felt like the book is needed on the market, like kind of stuff like that. So, as he said that he covers um, the whole personal development, productivity, business career stuff. I said that um, wellness books, that there's really not, it's not really pigeonholed. You don't feel that I've listened to, like, four reviews on entrepreneurial and I haven't heard anything about, like, wellness yet. Or I haven't heard anything about, like, self-care or, like, well, how to start a business or, like, how to transition from one business to another or transition careers. Um, there's, yeah, so there's a bit of variety there. Two episodes that I really enjoyed was episode 93, and it was titled Harness the Power of Your Authentic Voice. So just as an artist and a content creator, I think that's ultimately what you want to make sure you always are conveying is your most authentic self Mm -hmm. in your work. Yeah. And I think it's, right, I think it's so easy that things can get muddied down by, like, all the influences or sources and things we have coming to us that like how do you keep your voice in amidst all of that so that was one that i saved the next one was episode 97 and it's called finding your balance point just for me i feel like at times i could really be a jack of all trades and not master of none so as we've mentioned on the show numerous times that we're a part of various activities and like um entities and endeavors and stuff we have 
enough stuff going on. It's just like, well, how do you remain balanced? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Hello? in you talking to me? No, I'm talking oh. to myself okay. and the listeners. <laughs> Um, so in this episode, the author was just really talking about like how to remain balanced, how to really, really be your most productive self. You know, when people like are always busy, but they don't get nothing done. Mm -hmm. It was, it was like a conversation like that. Well, how do you actually get things done? So that was a good one. I think again, the podcast is called read to lead. It's very good. I don't listen to it all the time, but sometimes if I have a more chill day, I'm just like, hmm, I wonder what books I'm missing out on. So I'll just scroll through. I don't listen to any chronological order. I just skim through his feed and see whatever title catches my eye. And I ch- and hopefully the voice keeps my attention and then I just listen. <laughs> and that's it. But um, That concludes my three. So, um, okay. Well then, I, you know, my final one is somebody who is probably part of our pod fam too now because... We were on their show and they were on ours. But yeah. I'm sorry. I have to do this. And I was like, I don't know if I should. But I listened to the show. So I'm going to do it. Play Cousins podcast. Oh, um, I, I was like, I don't wonder who she's going to mention. Okay. Yeah. So I remember when we, well, when I was first introduced to them, when they came on our show, we were on their show the same day. And like the energy of both of them uh, is Jameer and Lindsay. Uh is so amazing. First of all, Jameer is like a modern day Martin, right? And then <laughs> Lindsay has like this Sorry. quirkiness to her. They, ju- I feel like they just work so well together because they they're do. so different. But when they come together, <laughs> the chemistry is amazing. Yeah, it's and- like sometimes. Sorry to cut you off. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like I'm Team Jameer, depending on the episode, and then like I'm Team Lindsay. Right. And I feel like even between one episode, I could be switching times. Right. Switching sides. <laughs> Sounds right. And like, you know what? Well, I'm just Team Play Cousins. Like, because right. I that's can't. Like- right. And that's how family works, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, something that really caught me is when we had our conversation with them and we asked Jameer, well, we asked both of them, like, how the, the show got started. And it really resonated with me the fact that he had been sitting on this show for a while. He didn't mm-hmm. just drop it. This was his baby. So he treated it as his baby. He was birthing it. He was incubating it before he actually decided to release it. Right. And um, the idea about uh, the idea around it is it's, it's labeled play cousins, but he wants everyone to feel like they're family. Like you come in and you have a conversation with your play cousins. Right. And, and it's really about telling people stories. So that that always just like kind of sat with me. And I appreciate that because when you listen to it, to his podcast, you get that vibe. And also, as hosts, they're really such, like, open and warm people. They are. That I I can't even imagine how you could be around them and kind of not get, like, that play cousins vibe. I mean, be around them, like, separately. Right. As well as together and not get that vibe. Because they just, like, exude that. Right. So, um, yeah, um, I I don't listen to all the episodes because they can be pretty lengthy at times. Oh. But, um, no, I'm not even being shady. I'm being serious. Like, oh, ours yeah. can be lengthy, too. And I, <laughs> and if this wasn't my show, like, I would probably listen to a whole episode. Like, wrap it up then. Yeah. Like, Friendzone, I haven't listened to sometimes some episodes. I'm like, okay, that's it. I can't. But, um. Okay, she didn't catch that reference, guys. Just saying. What'd you say? It's fine. <laughs> I, I just heard you, but not really. No, you I, agreed. I did, like, but I don't even you, really remember what you, you said. You did not catch the reference. That's fine. Whatever. I'll play it back and then be like, okay, Monique. You still wouldn't get it. I don't think you... Oh, so just leave me alone, okay? Fine. So they had uh, a series called Dear Khalif. 
I knew you were going because that that series really touched you. I'm like, okay, it, I know, she said the play comes. I know what she's about to talk about. The series touched me, and then the documentary touched me. Okay. So, um, I mean, but to use that series to kind of encompass what their show was about doesn't really work. But uh, that series was so like it really tugged at my heart because if you know the Kelly Browder story, then it would definitely stress you and put you in like this completely different mindset. So listening to the podcast just had me like emotional. Like I was really down listening to it because this, his story is so freaking depressing. Yeah. And then the fact that I listened to it before I actually watched the story and then I double back and then I listened to, I think the third episode that they had and I was just like, look, I, I really can't, like I can't do this. And you know what? I listened to that series too, mm-hmm. and I didn't watch the documentary, honestly, because I felt like the series was just doing a lot to my emotions. I couldn't imagine watching it. Mm-hmm. But I would say, had I, I still haven't seen it, but had I not listened to their series, I really would not have had any interest in seeing the documentary. Because yeah, I was just like, same. I just was like shut down. I was like, I don't want to see that. But listening to their series made me like, oh, I want to check out the documentary. And it was just kind of like, I don't know it's, how it's I just hard. forgot about it. I know it's going to be hard. Because I only watched one episode. And this was, um, I think, the last episode of the series when I first like started watching, and I was like, "Wait, this is the last one," uh-huh. and I was really having a hard time. So yeah, play cousins, listen to them; they're amazing. And if you ever meet them, like you're gonna feel like your family. So with that, we're going to just kind of shout out some podcasts. I mean, did you also want to talk a little bit about them? Uh, very, very briefly. Okay, so I would just say the Cure Podcast, obviously, they hosted our live show, live event. We talk about them all the time. You guys have seen them on our social media enough. Heard them on our show. Enough. Like, Mm -hmm. we hang out. You know, however, I'm going to say this because I know he's going to listen. I feel like I haven't seen or talked to Ro in, like, ages. And I'm sure it's just been, like, maybe, like, three weeks, I Mm. guess. I don't know. It just feels like a really, really long time. Well, he stopped me yesterday. What? He snapped me yesterday. That's funny. Snapchat, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm going to be hanging out with him soon enough anyway, so we'll okay. catch up. Okay. But, yeah, The Cure Podcast, um, they're our homies. You should check them out. They're revamping their show right now. So right. I think I'm looking forward to hearing more of what's coming from this revamp. Um, they are basically like a pop culture review, and... They get a lot of listener letters that are quite out there at times. So if you enjoy people asking for wild advice, I think you should check them out. Definitely, definitely. Marcus always sings. Monique, this is brief. This is brief, Monique. Chimes in. I'm just about done. Okay. Um, And they have old school joints of the day or whatever. So that's it. Good. Good stuff. Uh, Another honorable mention would be the Bodega Podcast. They're also part of our pod fam. And um, what I like about their show is uh, the grocery list. Yeah, they have like a menu, though. They break down right. the whole show with like a menu. Yeah, and I appreciate that. So you know what it's to expect. It's fun. Mm-hmm. And the, just the bodega vibe. Like, I feel like they really operate like a business. Mm. And so I appreciate that. But the show is good. It's fun. Well, also, the... the they, for the most part, they have guests every episode. So they you could do. say it's like a guest-based show. Right. So it's never the same show twice for the right. most part. And it's it's a very, just like, upbeat show. Right. So just check that out. Um, then this show, 
we next show we both enjoy it's insecure t t a and it's just an insecure like Issa rays hbo show insecure it's a recap um so that's that and it's great because after the show you need somebody to talk to about it but <laughs> so i don't like waiting until tuesday like i wish I they would record sunday night so i could get this on monday but they but could I, probably watch it ahead of time too so it could be out on monday i mean true but you know they have lies gotta respect it true um i enjoy it True, yeah. true, true. Um, hey friend, hey, and Crystal host it, by the right. way. Bristle, you mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your turn. But you don't even listen to the No, so it's your it. turn. Okay, fine. So the next one is The Read. I listen to The Read. I I listen to this now, two, two and a half hours stuff. I listen to it. I love them. I love Kid Fury. I love Crystal. I mean, I feel like if you listen to podcasts, if you listen to black, black podcasts, you are very well aware of them, whether you like them or not. So that's that. They're also pop culture then they do listener letters and then they sound off on something that's bothering them for the most part. So the next one is the friend zone, which is like my fave. And I only learned about the friend zone last summer when we went to their live show. Right. And then since then you, I've been listening. You never even like, listened to them before the live nah, show. Sure that's, but you came <laughs> along. I, girl, I, I was listening to them faithfully during the school year. I'm telling you, they're my Wednesday, part of my Wednesday rotation. That's fun. Yeah. And it's a health, it's a health and wellness podcast. And I love Dustin and um, Asante with their raps at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Here for it. Mm-hmm. Good show. And uh, yeah, so they're, like you said, a wellness podcast. They have a topic. They have a few little like kind of games that they do and listener letters, I think. And a little uh, pop culture right. moments, too. Right, right, right. Um, I think you should do the next one because I'm going to do the last one. Okay, so the next one is my favorite person. She's my friend in my head. Like, she's like my friend in my head, my mentor in my head, my big sister in my head. She's just like everything. Yeah. And it's the My Taught You podcast by My Leak Teal. I talk about My Leak all the time. So at this you- point, if you listen to the show, you should know exactly who she is, mm-hmm. how to find her, all that. She is the um, the owner and the CEO of Curlbox. Yep. And uh, she podcasts, obviously. And um, I think she's just amazing. Like, she's just killing life (laughs) and I just want to be like her when I grow up but her podcast is basically about her life as an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. she gets a little personal but not too personal um and then lately she's been having more guests on the show she's been having a lot of guests lately yeah initially it was just her and she was just like basically like give you tips on navigating life and I feel like she's been she's had this podcast for like four years or something right yeah something like that and it's just right now that she's starting to have more guests on the show. Right. And I think what's cool about her show is she, it's a hobby for her. And she makes that very clear. It seems like people have been getting at her about yeah. the fact that she's like slipping on the charts. And she's like, this is a hobby. Right. This is a hobby for me. Um, but she always comes through. She has, it's from the most part, it's pretty brief. She has like a topic and a breakdown of what she wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what's cool about her is that if you listen to her old episodes and you listen to now, you can hear also her growth and progression as a yep. podcaster, yep. Um, similar to us, and the quality of the sound, and just how, I guess, a bit more formatted to a certain extent her episodes are. But, yeah. So, uh, I guess, lastly, I'm going to shout out two Dope Queens. Because it's like the only comedy, really. Well, I mean, the Cures they consider themselves comedy, but Two Dope Queens is with Jessica Williams and Phoebe. I can't remember her name, Phoebe. Um, and they are comics 
they have a comedy show. They actually host like a live comedy show that's recorded for the podcast. And it's them. They do a bit. But then they also it's like three comedians each episode. So you get to listen. I love stand up comedy. So I like I'm not watching it. But I like listening to it. I like hearing the crowd's reaction. And um, and it's just like they're they're like us in a sense with like they're like two best friends. And they're just sometimes quirky and random and out there. Um, but if you just also looking to change up your pace, changing up what you're listening to, and as want to listen to some, sometimes they're funny, sometimes they're, they're not that funny. The comedians are always people of color and or people of the LGBTQ community. Okay. So that adds to it. I think some, yeah, they're either or. Cause like if they're not a person of color, they might be white, but LGBTQ. So. Um, it makes for some funny and wild and crazy uh, stories to, to be heard. Yeah, I've listened to like two of the episodes and it was funny. Yeah, I think they're usually about like a half hour-ish to an hour. It's really, really edited. So that's it. That's our like podcast review episode, guys. Okay, so it's quote time. Um, <clears throat> so my quote is, we don't have a choice on whether we do social media. The question is how well we do it. And that quote is by Eric. Qual, Qualman? Sure. Yeah. May I ask you, <laughs> why did you pick this quote? Because I was I really... No shade, but I'm just like, hmm. I was really thinking about social media because that's that's essentially what this is. This is media. Podcasts are media. don't have a choice whether we do social media, just how well we do it. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That feels like something to talk about another time. Yeah, we can. So for motivation... I'm just going to recap for the most part last month's motivation, which was about just like self-care and self-loving. And I highlighted a few women um, that practice self-love. Oh, damn. I feel like I got to double check now because who was the first person? Come on. So the first person I had Alex L. She's an author and a poet. Oh, another like self-care person oh how can i forget hey friend hey duh um a self-care wellness person the last person was andrea lewis who's content digital content creator and she does self-love um saturday videos every saturday on youtube as a vlog series so that's predominantly what july was about and what you should be checking out i'm still trying to figure out what i'm going to talk about for august um but i'm feeling like it, it may be something about, like, getting out of your own way. Okay. You know, I feel like that's kind of the space that I'm in. And okay. let's let's see how this cultivates itself by the time I, I release the next motivation. Okay. And how about you? How was so going my, on in Kadesh's Corner? My last Kadesh's Corner was titled An Ode to Men in the Gym. Yeah, I can't wait to read that, actually. <laughs> and as I was writing it, I was having so much fun. Because I often find myself in the gym and, like, men are just doing things to annoy me. So I just first off they got all the weights uh, all over the place, okay. grunting, moaning, right. dropping stuff <laughs> all over. Like I just need to do a couple lunges. Can I get some space? I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to lift too. Hello. Well, that too. <laughs> so I crafted a, a lovely list to men in the gym who think that uh, me going to the gym or just think that I think that females are like almost insignificant in the weight area. Oh, yeah, they don't expect us to be over there. Right. So that that's my letter. So you got to read it. Because okay. I'm not going to give any more. It was fun writing it, though. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, 
So lastly, you can connect with us on our website, wecomefromqueens.com. I have updated the settings so that you can leave anonymous stuff, you know, if y'all want <laughs> Why to. Why did your voice just change Huh? <laughs> Why did your voice just change like that? That's usually what I do, Kadesha. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you know this. Sometimes I just randomly change my voice okay. to emphasize different things. Got it. Okay, so what's new is we have a Snapchat, and I wish Snapchat would let us be great and let us both log in at the same time, <laughs> because I'm tired of trying to go to our Snapchat, and I'm logged out, because Kadesha was trying to save some pictures oh, or something. Oh, sorry, my bad. No, no, it's fine. I that's logged just, out. But it doesn't matter. Know. It's like, you know, that's just going to be the thing until Snapchat gives us that ability, if they do. Right. Um. So, as... Instagram and Twitter. Our Snapchat is We Come From Queens. Queens is spelled Q N S. That's how you can find us. As I mean, we're doing fine with Insta Story, but it's like, come on, let's just have some bit more fun on Snapchat. And so, I don't know. We're trying not to be redundant with it. Um, you can send us questions you would like for us to answer during an episode, or if you have topic suggestions, it's almost that time. I want to thank everybody that applied for uh, to be a part of our dating show series thing that we're doing we are done um we don't need anyone else to apply thank you and we're moving forward with producing the episodes and we're really really excited about it and uh thankful about that so you can listen to our show on itunes on soundcloud on stitcher please rate and review on itunes And as always, we love hearing from you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Ciao.